Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Cyber 321, making cybersecurity as simple as 321. I'm Sam Glynn and it is March 24th, 2023. This week, bank failure, cyber fraud, security scorecards and DORA. It's just another day in cyber paradise. First up, wherever there's bank failure, there is cyber fraud. Silicon Valley Bank, SVB, in the USA recently collapsed, generating plenty of news headlines around the world. And as reported by Frank on Fraud, it also caused a spike in SVB-related domain names. It's just the latest evidence that shows how scammers use big news stories to try to fool people into clicking links and visiting malicious websites. Your staff need to be reminded about the potential danger of any emails or phone messages that suggest they need to take urgent action or that try to lure them with the latest breaking news. Next up is a quick way to assess your security defences. And that's because the UK's National Cyber Security Centre, the NCSC, has launched an online cyber assessment and planner for small businesses and individuals or families. It's easy to follow and involves only a few simple questions. You can access it at ncsc.gov.uk forward slash cyber aware forward slash action plan. And if you need further help, for example, if you want to dig deeper into the areas that the questionnaire covers, plus others that are just as important to consider, you should try my secure foundation scorecard at score.codeinmotion.ie. You get an immediate cyber score and tailored advice on how to improve your defences. And finally, DORA is simple to read, but not so simple to implement. DORA, the Digital Operational Resilience Act, is a regulation that will apply from January 2025 and sets a clear minimum baseline for how regulated financial firms manage operational resilience and cyber risk. The Securities and Markets Stakeholder Group, the SMSG, of the European Securities and Markets Authority, ESMA, recently issued an advisory note on the key challenges that it believes regulated entities will face as they try to comply with DORA's requirements. SMSG notes that the timetable is challenging, especially without clear guidance from regulators such as ESMA, about how firms should address the overlap between DORA and existing guidance. For example, ESMA's guidelines on outsourcing to the cloud. It also questions whether DORA compliance really requires a firm to have a dedicated IT risk management function, which is something that seems to be indicated within the regulatory text. The DORA regulation is simple to read if you're into that kind of thing, but the SMSG advice to ESMA shows how the requirements may be challenging for many firms to implement. In terms of further help, I do believe that DORA will drive the compliance agenda for many of the firms that I seek to help, so I'll be spending an increasing amount of my time over the next few months trying to interpret DORA into actionable advice. As part of this, I'm putting the final touches to a DORA bootcamp video course, which will include a live Q&A, as well as setting up a private online community where we can discuss in confidence how to meet the obligations of the regulation. To keep it manageable, I will limit the number of people who can join and access to the course and community will be free for the first group of participants. So just get in touch with me if you're interested in learning more at sam 
at codeinmotion.ie or just send me a message on LinkedIn. Anyway, on to other things I have talked about this week. Um, on Monday, I wrote an article just about regulatory risk because I do find many of my clients talking about their concerns uh, of not being aligned to regulatory guidance. If you're not aligned to the cybersecurity expectations of your regulators, this is a regulatory risk. However, it's important for us to recognize that this regulatory risk is not the real problem. It's just a symptom. Because the real problem with your non-compliance is that it shows you are not managing cybersecurity risk uh, appropriately. That's because 90% of any of the regulatory guidance that I have read from the Central Bank of Ireland, ESMA, IOPA, the SEC, and the DORA regulation that I mentioned earlier, is just really telling us the things that we need to be doing to effectively defend against the most common attacks. Things like governance, risk management frameworks, third-party risk management, vulnerability management, and incident reporting. Are they boring? Absolutely. Are they important? Absolutely. If you don't align to the regulatory guidance, you're at heightened risk of a cyber attack. So if you've never read guidance from your regulators, then it's time to make friends with your compliance team. Who knows, maybe your friend in compliance may be your organization's true cyber hero. And then on Wednesday, um, I wrote about a survey that I had stumbled upon uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, I mean, I advise the person who's being held accountable for cybersecurity in a firm, even though they are not cybersecurity experts. So in most firms that I work with, this tends to be the COO or the CEO. So when I was reading the findings of this survey by iStarI, which involved 37 CEOs, I was not surprised to read that 100% of the CEOs felt accountable for cybersecurity. In reality, my initial reaction when I heard that 100% of CEOs felt accountable for cybersecurity was no shit Sherlock. As the report states, accountability means being the face of the mistake. So what? Well, a cyber attack may succeed because it is highly sophisticated, which is highly unlikely, or because some simple security defenses are missing, which is far more likely. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The book stops with the CEO. And as one CEO is quoted as saying, if anything goes wrong in cyber for whatever reason, customers will not excuse me because it is in an area I can say somebody else is looking after. And that is the difference between being responsible for something and being accountable for something. So what's my point here? Well, if you're going to be the face of the mistake and you're assuming someone else is looking after this for you, I highly recommend that you invest a little bit of your attention to make sure it really is being looked after. Alternatively, find somebody like me to do this for you. That's it for this week. Until next time, take care.